Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ball is a special company and we're proud to partner them with them because it's people that make Ball special and they know that. And they're looking for more special people to work for them. So right now you can text GOLDEN to 77222 and get linked to open positions. You can also go directly to jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN. That's jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN. Or simply text GOLDEN to 77222. What is up, everybody? And welcome back into the Losers Lounge. What do you mean back? Dude, we never left. We never, never left, left, man. I slept here last night. We kind of live here now. We have the, we, uh, we've taken up residence in the Losers Lounge. A little too comfortable here? I don't know. I like what we've done with the place. We have done some nice things. I got a nice bed. I'm very comfortable. Yeah. Um, everybody knows my name here, apparently. Yeah, like a little... Now that you say it a little too well. It is a little too well. Um, guys, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. We won some money tonight, Eric. Hell yeah, we did. I can't, Same yeah. game parlay. Same game parlay for the win. Only thing that didn't hit was Bones Highland. We're going to talk about him. Uh, we got a good show for you, Plan. I got D-Line in the house. Uh, what's up, guys? Again, very comfortable in the Losers Lounge. It fits my personality and my being better than I expected. Um, I hope the Nuggets never win again. <laughs> it's not true. He doesn't wish that. Uh, I got vote over here. Be better if it was a win. Uh, top thing I wanted to see tonight, even before the Jokic news, was are they going to come out and play? Are they yeah. going to come out and play hard and look like a competent basketball team? They did. You don't have to pretend it's a win, but... I don't know, man. Could feel a lot worse tonight. I actually feel a little more encouraged. I than do I too. Did I know. Yesterday. I like. I feel like I should feel uh, like the multiplier effect of two losers lounges in a row. But the Nuggets like showed out. They like did. You know, they. I was never expecting a win, but like they played well and they they they, they were they were respectable. The energy but, wasn't the problem. There's a lot of good things to take away from this one. I think if Denver wins last night, you know, obviously they were shorthanded tonight without Yoke. If they win last night. This one feels great. You're like, hey, it's a totally. loss, but whatever. Right, but the right, fact that exactly. you dropped that one, yeah, and now that it's a three-game losing streak, you know, you get a little bit concerned about that. By the way, guys, the Avs up 5-0 on the Kraken. I know most people here don't care, but the point is, the bar's packed tonight for the Avs watch party. Last night, Nuggets watch party. we got to get Nuggets Nation back in this bar. We've had good turnouts, but I want to see it pop. They're going on this long road trip. I know. There's going to be no – it's been a long, a lot of home games. I think a lot of people have been at the games. Which is awesome. But um, hopefully but next we week we get a – we get some uh, watch parties popping. Um, so the Nuggets dropped tonight. You know, Aaron Gordon had some good games. There was some good stuff to take away from it. I guess I'll stop. start off the top rope here and throw it to you, Vote. What's your biggest, like if you could whittle this down to one thing, what's your biggest takeaway? Um, Man, that's tough. I'm actually going to say for me that they did respond with that energy. And, yeah. you know, Malone said before the game, he tried not to worry so much about that last loss. That doesn't mean excuse it, just not waste any energy on yep. it because that's not who the team's shown themselves to be through 15 yeah. games. And so that's sort of where I feel encouraged. I know it's a loss. I know people don't want to hear the orange slices, but they looked more like the team that we feel pretty sure they are to this point in the season. And that was without some top-end talent. So uh, great to see them play hard. Great to see them play with energy. Um, 
and I'm going to slip this in uh, Facundo Campazzo. Not the problem tonight. <laughs> Definitely not the problem. Part of the solution, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Eric, what was your takeaway? Well, We're going to talk a lot of Baku, by the way. I know Argentina's yeah. staying up late here. Um, probably got their Milanesa ready. Oh, I don't know if you guys know too much some, about some uh, Argentinian grappa? culture. Um, tango music going. Uh, yes. <laughs> what um, else do we know about Argentina? Man, I hate that you did that right before I'm supposed to talk. That is, that is a, a really a rough. Drinking some <laughs> some is it Malbec? 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 Or is it a, a kombucha? Anyway, <laughs> um, my biggest takeaway: Aaron Gordon, uh, big response. Yeah. He was he was. I mean, I, I I really just think he was hungover last night. He he looked horrible last night. Like, <laughs> hungover. He looked horrible. Like he looked yeah. like he was not fit to play basketball and tonight. He was fantastic. Um, you know, I mean, it's funny, like, when you take away the fulcrum of the offense and of the team in general in Nikola Jokic, it's funny to sort of see, like, players that are not, that don't typically feel empowered become empowered and, like, yeah. what they're able to do. Uh, Will Barton, uh, we've, this is the second time he's been, been in a position where we, like, absolutely needed to rely on him. Yep. And he's responded both times. Um, so that's encouraging. Like, the next step is for them to then do this with Nikola Jokic on the floor. Right. Um, but it's nice to see that, you know, like some of these players that you start to worry about whether or not they're still good at basketball, like, are you reminded like, oh, right, they're still really good at basketball. Maybe not the Greens, but everybody else. So Aaron Gordon has only scored 28 or more points. How many get times would you guess in his career? Been in the league, what, eight seasons? Total? Uh, I would say 10 to, tw- like, 12. Really? Guess. Is it low? Like, wow. What would you guess? I, I mean, I'd guess, guess a lot. Like, I'd guess like 30, 40. So he's got 16 games. So this will be his 17th game scoring 28 points. He did it tonight on just 12 attempts, which his previous low was 14. So this is the most efficient 28-point night of his career. But, I mean, this might be one of the best games of his career. What do we got over here, Darren? You got something for us? Nope. Oh, you're off the cut just hanging out? <laughs> <laughs> just want to see what we're doing. Um, this was a good one. I mean, this was a good one for Aaron Gordon, and it was a reminder, I think, of we think of Aaron Gordon so much as this, like, bit player, fifth scorer, you know, all of this stuff. This was a good reminder that, like, he actually can give get buckets. And maybe even – I don't know that there was something tonight that you say, hey, this is sustainable. Like, he was hot tonight. Yeah. But there is something, too, like, this guy can score. He's not a hopeless – you know, you know, player out there, he can really get some things going. And I was just so impressed with him. I was impressed with the energy he played with. Uh, Twenty-eight points, nine rebounds, four assists, two blocks. His blocks and his defense also still, uh, still up. Oh, we got a king of the game here. Twenty-eight points. I just read off the stats. Uh, man, look at this photo. Looks like he's about to get blocked. It does look like the guy is about to knock his crown off his head, which uh, you well, know is not possible. He's the king. Um, this is of all the king of the games we've ever had. The least imposing photo of the player we've ever had. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> really, he it looks does look like he's being stabbed. In like that. he's being stabbed in the back. This is a Hamlet. Uh, yeah. the Hamlet like crying, game, right? <laughs> Which is funny because this was arguably the most grown man game Aaron Gordon's played uh, in a Nuggets uniform. Way to bring us back on track. Um, Vote hates when we get off track. No, I he love like it. Really hates it. I love it. It just gives me time to think of a take. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I, I don't know. With one yet? I really liked the way he played. He was really aggressive in the right ways. Yes. Um, Only one of two from three. Yeah. And which could, is a great. Five you could see the gears turning. He kind of wanted to pull up yeah. a couple times, decided not to. And then also just the north-south. Sometimes he dances a little much. Right. But tonight he was like, oh, I'll just put my shoulder into you and send you flying. Um, a loss is a loss. But a lot of encouraging stuff tonight. 
I don't think a loss is a loss. You want to see AG? A loss and, is definitely a loss. You want to see AG and Barton look good when they're called upon in these moments, and I thought they both did. So, um, AG was fun to watch tonight. Yeah, really I, fun to watch. But I, I think last night's loss and this night's loss are not a lot, not equivalent. You're right that there are different layers of loss, but a loss is a loss. Yeah, but like there's a loss and there's an absolutely devastating loss, and there's like this a, a is loss just a loss. Yeah, this is just like uh, yeah, they lost. You know, what are, what are you going to do? And last night was like. What are we doing? <laughs> 37 minutes, by the way, for Aaron Gordon on the second night of a back-to-back. Not not ideal, but hey, kudos to Denver. Like, they were in the game to the final second, so that's why you get that. I thought Will Barton was also great tonight. And you go through his stat line, 23 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. He does get a block as well. He was the only guy in the entire Nuggets roster. No, also uh, Jamichael Green, who was a positive. But he plays 34 minutes and is a plus 4. That's pretty impressive for, for Will Barton. And what was most impressive to me, he goes 3 of 8 from the 3-point line. He was mostly hot early and then really late. But he's 9 of 16, so 23 points on 16 shots. But here's what's most important for Barton. I hope the people that used to be harsh on Barton, we've talked about this a lot, but here's the thing that people even said, even when he had his good games, was he still always feels like he's on fire. He actually was on fire tonight, but also didn't force it down yes. the stretch. Like, he was 9 of 16, he w- and he hit, like, sh- shots at the end. He was actually had it going, but he also knew that Aaron Gordon had it going a little bit more. He knew that he had a tough matchup, and he didn't really force a whole lot outside of the one play where he ISOed Caruso, and Caruso picked his pocket. Um, but he didn't really force a lot of things, and I think that's really impressive for him. Down the stretch... He got DeRozan. There was one of big plays, one of the biggest plays of the night. He gets DeRozan on an island. He'd been dealing with Lonzo and Caruso all night, two elite defenders. And he finally gets a switch, and it's DeRozan. And he like sees Gordon over there. I can't remember who Gordon had on him. It might have yeah. been Green. And he's like, oh, you have an even better match. Like, yep. I'm on fire, and I have a matchup I like. But you're team. even more on fire and have a matchup even more you like and gave it up. And I was just like, man, that's this is the, this is the Will Barton I, that – that we have now this is who he is he just knows the right play and does it most of the time and that's why i mean it's so look man you you know it sounds like excuse making but you want to sift through what you see to this point in a season of course and like what is what's worth pulling out of the bowl you know and there are some genuine concerns but for me to this point they're trumped by like all right barton looks great and ag looks great and those were two things that you needed to see to this point yep so some ugly elephants in the room, right? Porter's health, Murray's health, the bench. But you can also still look at this and go, big picture, I'm still encouraged by the fact that the most important pieces, at least those two guys, two of the most important pieces, are looking the way we hope they look. And it, like, we are in, we've said this all along, like, this season is sort of just a, the preamble to when Jamal returns. And so... Yeah. Feeling more and more like that, to be it, honest, with all these guys going yeah. down. Like right now, the Nuggets are in limbo. They, they're complete. That's the point. Like, and so what Vote's saying, I completely agree with. Like in this time of purgatory, in this limbo, we are in purgatory. Like you just want to, you just want to be able to be like, all right, who and what can we pull from this time yeah. of directionless malaise that we can pull with us into a time of triumphant yeah. uh, moving forward? And so, yes. Aaron Gordon becoming uh, the guy that we all thought he would be and getting supreme confidence, being able to be much more dynamic and much more uh, versatile than we were able to see at the end of the season last year. And Will Barton being able to return to form, getting his athleticism back, making – Plays. And I'm actually, glad, by the way, Will Barton. Like he had that back injury, and I was really worried he was going to come back. And I was like, yes. "Oh man, he's he." he it, I'm not, I can't speak for him, but it looks like that is not a lingering thing at this moment. That weak 
uh, foul that was called on him when he went up to block Caruso layup. Correct? Man alive. But I bring there that were up. Some, there were a couple down the stretch I where know, I'm like, let him play. But, you know, I also wonder if I were a Bulls fan, how many would I have picked out by now, you know? But the the um, I bring that up to say that was like a real vertical leap from Barton. Yeah. And he just looked really springy and really yeah. good. And, Dude, um, yeah, man, I'm that I, that layup he made that like crazy. Oh man, twisty. I mean, like that. You don't make that if he's not at the peak of his uh, athleticism. You need to be, to get up. Uh, you know, that play was insane. Kale, it was Kale, Kale, crazy. You can like Google that play or, or search YouTube for it. it was like Bar- just put Barton and look video or something. It was fantastic, man. That was a hell of a move. I love what I like about Barton is he's actually one of a kind. We yeah. don't talk about it enough, actually. That Barton's style of play is actually horrible. This is part of why I think he's hard to comp. Like, what's Will Barton's closest comp as a player? Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. most guys, you could say, like, he's kind of like this or like that. He's really, really unique. And part of that is he does have a very street ball style of move. Did like, you his see moves your old, are so, uh, like, bit of, a, you? bit of a hooper. He's a hooper for sure. I saw an old tweet of yours get pulled up on the timeline tonight. Did you, Who was it? You tweeted out a Kevin Durant quote on Oh, here's Will the move. Barton. Look at this move. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, oh, it was actually two moves in one. He burns DeRozan. With a sick move, looks back at him, and then he like looks forward and is like, "Oh crap! Now I got to split two defenders and finishes this." And he lost the shoe. What a move, Will Barton! What a move! Uh, what was it? Was KD? You tweet out KD talking about Will Barton on CJ's podcast, and he was saying just this: he's a different dude. He moves different, but it's efficient. He brings street ball to his game, he does. but he passes. Um, and he was just sort of talking about him as a guy that catches KD's eye. Yeah. I don't know. It, it seems DC, relevant again DC, Maryland, uh, there's Maryland connection there, D.C. and Baltimore. Like, those guys, you know, there is like a – I mean, look, let's not kid ourselves. Baltimore has a style of basketball, and it fares very much a like, hey, I am better than you no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, put your head down, and Barton definitely fits that. Here's the thing about Barton. I don't know – I'm curious. What does the chat say, Kale? Is the chat giving any good comps for Barton? It's, he's so unique. We, we, they said – yeah, he, uh, they they said a uh, a springier Lou Williams. Yeah, I could see it. Lou Williams more a little bit more of a finesse player. Like like Will Barton's kind of dirty. You know what I is. mean? Like his moves are not that. Even that move he burned him on is a little bit of a rough look, a rough move. You yeah, know, yeah. Just, it's crunchy. Ro- Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross, I could see. That's not a bad because they're both skinny. We're just gonna name. Every, <laughs> you ever notice? Like you said. You know what's funny? I kind of see it. Yeah, actually, it's not not that terrible. But again, skinny. Just uh, like this is like when you're like free. Like, he's like Corey Brewer. Uh, yeah, he's like Corey Brewer. What else is he like here? What else? What a skinny boy. He kind of reminds me of Derek Jones. Uh, you know, really all just skinny guys. He's like a shorter bulbul. Um, no, he's a he's got a unique play. And I basketball has become more scientific oh. over the last decade. All right, it's, it's always been. In my opinion, the best sport at blending art and science. It's a little bit of both. I feel like it's becoming almost more science lately because, ah. like, we're solving it, this or that. Will Barton is a player that is, like, an artist. He's unique. You don't have to like the art, but it's like, hey, that's a – it's like you turn on a band and you're kind of like – Even if you don't, like, feel that bad, you know you've ever heard a band – Team Impala is almost this way for me a little bit, where I, like, like some of their big songs, but some of their other ones I'm like, yeah, this is weird. I don't love it or hate it, but it's like I'm kind of glad it exists, even though I'm not like feeling it. Are you making a Will Barton Tame Impala yeah. comp right Nobody's now? ever we're done gonna, that. We're, Nobody's we're, ever done that. You guys wanted a comp. Friday Night Winter's Tame Impala is coming Winter's out. Lounge. Whoops. Yeah, weird. Anderson packs another one of these guys. Oh, where you yeah, yeah, listen yeah. to him, and you're kind of like, you know what? What is Is this rap? Is this R&B? Uh, well, is it hip-hop? Pack, what is it? It's Anderson like, Pack is the new Stevie Wonder, but 
Or oh, Stevie Williams. Wonder, you could use the example. Yeah, or Lou Williams. Uh, anyway, Barton, um, you know, he was really good tonight. I was really impressed with, with how he played. Yeah, it is funny to talk about all these guys that were great tonight in a loss, and it's like last night that, nobody was great. That's the point. Like, it's really that's, funny, dude. That's what I'm saying. You a loss, one is, guy to be a loss is not a loss. Last night was just like, well, it is a loss throw in this the, away, in throw the this in the garbage. This is like, yo, we actually did What percent of our show is semantics? All of it. It's a show where we just talk. That's true. It's 100% semantics. Talking. It's 100% semantics. Um, the reason is that Nuggets, the purgatory thing is so good because they are in purgatory, and the only point in purgatory at the moment is just collect as many wins as you can. Yeah, and so there's no like moral victories no, in no, purgatory. No, no. There's no. just like, how do I get out of <laughs> here? There's no moral victories, but again, it's all perspective. Like, If the Nuggets don't give up six free throws down the stretch, we're sitting here going like, ah, Basketball. Just 24 hours, we thought everyone on the team was bad. Oh, dude. Every nugget is bad. They're good players. <laughs> and I, look, the loss matter. Like, I know that the losses all matter with regards to the standings. I'm not sitting here going, everything's great. But look, the Nuggets could have come out tonight and looked terrible, or they could have looked yeah. competitive. Very and to look competitive on the backs of the players that matter most. Look, I called it a good showing on Twitter. I hope James Merrillat doesn't find the tweet, but I'm effing right about it. So, whatever. There's one other player we have to shout out in this first segment. We have to. And that is none other than the tiny king Facundo Composito. I thought he was fantastic tonight. He played 27 minutes. He was only a minus two in 27 minutes. Only a minus two? Wow, that's great. That is great when you consider, like, usually the bench, you want him out there for, like, two-minute increments because they're down 10. Um, he gets 16 points tonight. He goes four or five from the three-point line. Those were obviously huge. Without those threes. Maybe we're looking at his night a little bit differently, but I even thought he made a bunch of hustle plays and a he bunch got, of a bunch of really good play. His energy was great tonight, and his impact off that energy was good. Yeah, he got his groove. He got his groove back. Like he got his, a little bit of swag, a little uh, little mall back, a little coursing <laughs> through his veins. That's and, right, uh, it was. But you, you saw the zip on his passes. You started like uh, that. We saw this last year too, when he was like down pretty bad. Like his passes were like. Much, much more conventional and then like you know as soon as he starts to feel a little bit you, st- you start to see like a whip pass here and there something behind the back it's yeah. like he was uh you know he was at least um bothersome on defense yeah I, yeah was, I, yeah dude i thought he was impacting that game before the threes yeah. yeah just he had a good stint before that just with his energy and defense which like i'm not pretending it we've seen that all year because we haven't but f- when faku is at his best you get those moments too, just like the steals, like the, the oh, it feels like it's slipping away from them. Are the guys locked in? Is everyone playing hard right now? And Faku always is, and not always playing well, and usually not this year. But really cool to see that manifest in some positive momentum tonight. All the bench, though, here's the thing, man. I, I still, it's weird because I'm defending Faku when I think, like, uh, look, my perfect rotation when everybody's healthy but Jamal, I'm not trying to put them in there, doesn't include Faku. That being said, I do still feel like he's a scapegoat. Like he ha- he's had two or three good nights tonight, which is about what you could say for Jermichael Green, about what you could say for PJ Dozier. It's about what you could say for Austin Rivers and any of these other guys. Like yeah, they're the, all holding each other. They're down. all holding each other down, and they've all had moments where you're like, see, there it is tonight. That was definitely Faku, and he's a big part of why they they stayed in this game. And by the way, shout out to Michael Malone for keeping him in there. This is one of those shouts, Mike. Yeah, because Sh- Monte didn't have it tonight, yeah. and so. I mean, look, Malone said play hard and good things will happen. Faku came out and played hard tonight, and Malone will always reward that. Yeah. Sometimes to a detriment, but that's that's just in his DNA. I mean, Malone was searching tonight, man, but, um, yeah, he he did find some guys. By the way, only a nine-man rotation tonight. Kind of interesting. Yeah. No bull. Remember, I, I told just, you a bull. I, I was just going to say, 
the spotlight on Bull was fixed so just directly on the bench. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta love Malone. He really is true. I I actually think Malone is so good at media that he never says what he actually thinks. So I was like, Bull, really impress me. He's earned a lot of minutes. All we need, hey, all we need is an opportunity where like some guys are out. And then like immediately after saying that, they're like, oh, he's all like, those things happen. He's like, no, nope. he's like, we're Dude. gonna start four guys. Yeah. Dude, the night, like the night after. The night of Bull's good game or game, Malone crushed him in the presser in the night he played well. Right, it was just right, a hard right. reversal. I'm sure he got a call from the front office like, hey, man, we're actually trying to pump that value up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it was just a hard reversal. I mean, look, man, like Bull, I'm, I'm with how poorly the greens have looked. I fully understand anyone who's like, just try anything. Try right, anything. Yeah. Um, it is important to note with Bull, you know, all the talents there. There's all the little things you've highlighted on the list, which is like, here, here are the ways he doesn't help you win right, just right, for right, all the talent. Right. And there's also, look, here's the fact, man. It's a professional player in a professional organization, and the reason Malone blew up is because the questions are about, does he want to be there? Is he ready to go? Does he respect his coach? Like, there are reasons that Bull isn't playing. Um, and so if the call is like, you got to get Bull out there, like, just at least acknowledge what we're calling for here. That is actually the very last option in yeah. Malone's hand. All right, we'll take our first break. On the other side, though, got to talk about Bones Highland, you guys. I mean, we got to do it. It's been a rough couple games for him, but we'll do it by playing a little of our favorite game. Which one? Stonk Report. Oh, I thought it was going to be Monopoly. That's your favorite game? <laughs> no, it's a terrible game. <laughs> it's a terrible game. <laughs> I, was say, I don't think I've ever finished a game of uh, Monopoly. <laughs> I got kids Monopoly. It goes way faster. It's got it's trolls. <laughs> because you just to dominate that. <laughs> yeah, there's only like three things that can happen on any roll, like jail, collect to it. It's pretty easily. My kids don't actually have a concept for money. It's pretty great. My my daughter like picked up a penny the other day and was like so pumped about money. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what age I could teach them that. You're like, I don't want to burden them with the concept of when money. They pick up a penny. You're like, throw that back in the street. It's worthless. <laughs> I teach them about crypto. <laughs> so I'm just waiting on you. I'm filling time until you're ready to start doing ad reads. I don't. Oh, know. did you? We're, toss we're it on to me? the cryptocurrency at the moment. So anytime you're ready to dive in here, <laughs> you know, my daughter's uh, like, fiat need, currency. I need actually, two more. I need anything. thirty more she's seconds. Like, I'm of a crypto. She's like, I'm, I'm into Dogecoin, Dad. <laughs> Dogecoin. Uh, to the what moon. Is it a Friday. There's like fifty new Doge. There's Shiba. Shiba? No, there's not fifty. There's company. hundreds. Thank you. Thank God. <laughs> wow. The longest you've ever made a Bitcoin. Holiday meat train is coming through. Holiday meat train coming through. Uh, Wagyu Beef, Hassle Cattle Company. Get 15% off your order right now using code DNVR15. If that to if that order totals $200, you receive free shipping. Uh, it's delicious. It's blue-collar oh, yeah. beef. It's available in the DNVR bar on York and Colfax. Check out those delicious burgers on the revamp menu. And if you're like, man, I want that in my freezer, I want that on my plate in my living room, Hit up Hassle Cattle Company. Use code DNVR15 for 15% off. Remember, any orders over $200, you receive free shipping. Check them out. We promise, promise, promise. You will not be disappointed. You may, however, feel a little sleepy. It's a lot of, lot of beef. You may feel that itis kicking in. That's when you go from the holiday beef train to the snooze sleep train. The snooze flip is one of the most universal mattresses on the planet. And customize your sleep experiences to fit your need. One side's soft, one side's firm, and you can flip to the side that fits your body best. The cover is also Love reversible one. with I'm one telling side you guys. up to five degrees cooler, cozy warm on the other side. It's a true four-in-one mattress. Eric, do you know how many four-in-one mattresses are on the market? Uh, I would have to say one. thousands. Nope, this what? is the only one. Wow. 
It's a good guess, Ron. Uh, Snooze will also <laughs> ship straight to your door, and we're not just telling you this because we think the mattresses are dope. We're telling you this because we have a code. Use code DNVR, receive $250 off a mattress, $250 off with adjustable base. The savings are $500 on a queen mattress, $1,000 on, on a dual split king. I mean, come on. This is some of the best offers that we offer. Head to snoozeflip.com. Grab your snooze flip mattress today. Colorado Zone. That's snoozeflip.com. Snooze flip. Talk Deliver to these to dudes door. today, man. I love these dudes. Um, all right, we're back here. You guys ready to play America's favorite game? Uh, Monopoly? <laughs> it's not Monopoly. We went over this one. It is Stonk Report. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Stonk let's Report. Let's go. Can we play Monopoly later, though? We can. I'm really stuck on yeah, this. Yeah, no problem. I, you know, we can do that. <laughs> um, all righty, we're going to do a little Stonk Report, guys. It's um, Dude, I, I so feel much. like, I don't know how you guys feel. I feel like we are starting on Sunday a new portion of the season. Because the Nuggets do go on this road trip, you know, yep. they're going to be gone for so like the Nuggets have been home for two and a half weeks. Now they're about to be on the road for two and a half weeks. In fact, they won't be back at Ball Arena, I think, until the 13th of December, a whole other month. We're oh still God. in November. We got all the way till December. We still have Thanksgiving to go. We're going to actually be closer to Christmas than we are Thanksgiving by the time they come back. Isn't that wild? Ariana's in the chat. Let's go, Ariana. We need Ariana, to, actually, we need, we need some updates on uh, what, we, what we can do to like. Fill a little uh, snake bit at the moment with his nuggets. I do. I fell a little snake bit. So I fell a little snake bit. Um, so if you have any advice, uh, we, are, we are all ears. Uh, let's play a little stonk report, though, because we are done with this portion. We go to this next portion. So it's a good time, chance to kind of like block off and say take stock of where everybody is. And I'm going to start with the king himself, the emperor, Nikola Jokic. Stonk report on Yoke. <laughs> uh... Well, I don't know, guys. He did sprain his wrist. No, I'm just kidding. Um, in all seriousness, it's weird doing it with a stonk report with Yoke because his first five games of the season were, like, ridiculous. Um, so I don't know if it actually does make sense to say that his stonk report is up from that. But it doesn't make sense to say it's down. Um, with Yoke, you have to take a long view. And How, how long of a view? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, but he... But it's just, we're not talking about game-to-game dip. Like, somehow he is, was awarded the award of being the best player in the league last year, and he's better, and he keeps getting better. He just does more and more. He's unbelievable. Every, I mean, it's just, it's stupid. Like, especially on a game like this, when you don't have him, you're like, you just really feel that absence of old yoke, don't you? <laughs> I mean, you look at the bigs that were out. This was a really small game. It was. This was an extremely tiny game. If yoke played tonight, he probably would have scored 100 yeah, points. Yeah, it was supposed to be Yoke ending Tony Bradley's career unceremoniously. Man, I had the worst tweet I saw ever. It, it came from uh, my guy, Nate Jones, one of my favorite follows. And he's like, really curious to see if Yoke dominates the way AD couldn't against this Bulls team. And I was like, let's go. He's going to do it. And then he couldn't play tonight. I'm like, damn it. But tonight would have been such a good like juxtaposition. Oh, look at this, man. Super producer Super Kale. Super producer Kale. Part-time dis- uh, distributor. Um, so st- yeah, his stock way up, of course. Um, let's go to Aaron Gordon. Oh, same thing. Same thing. What a difference a day makes. Are we going to get all our ups out of the way? Should I like get a what downer a difference one going? So this is, again, like, whatever, dude. I'm passing out orange slices today. The, like, or Aaron Gordon had his first, like, truly bad game this season last night. It was truly bad. How does he respond? A truly great game. It was yeah. truly Again, great. Like, these are the things you just... That gives me hope. Uh, 
one of the bright spots of this of this nine and seven start to a season, which has felt weird as hell, is Aaron Gordon, and and to see him bounce back immediately, what a relief! It's got to be up. All right, I have to do a downer one. You're gonna Eric in particular is gonna get really pissed at me, but I have a point to it. The Denver Nuggets fan base. Uh oh. <laughs> I have to do it. Hang on though. Really? Are we? Hang on. Let's make a distinction. The chat up. Oh, the, pander to him. But you know, pander to what our people our, supporting our people us. Supporting us yeah. Uh, but I literally tonight I, was tough. Tonight was tough. I, I'm. You can you can argue. You say up. You can say up. Well, I'm not saying up down. I've not been in the pre- like. All I know. I only know what I know, and all I do is interact with our version of the fan base. It's true, and it's freaking and fantastic. I've not we have an incredibly here. solidified core. Our the co- core is like core I mean the three hundred. It's like the three hundred, but we could take on thousands of <laughs> I be honest, man. thousands of Philly fans. No matter what it is, we could take them on, man. Like we are, we are unstoppable. But the reason I brought this one up is tonight I did get multiple reports. A lot of people I've texted this, me yeah, yeah. nonstop, just being like, "Holy hell, man! I've never seen Ball Arena like this, Chicago." And I have to say. People that a lot of a good percentage of our following are people that don't live in Denver. They so they don't know. They get their information about Denver for us. Here's what you need to know about Denver: it is roughly forty percent California, thirty percent Chicago, ten percent Colorado natives, and then like the rest, whatever percentage is left is up. But people don't realize Chicago is like a huge. It's like California and Chicago. Every time I meet somebody, like where are you from? California or Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> they're like, oh, I'm from Chicago. Yeah, because it's like, they're refugees. They're refugees. Yeah, they are. They're leaving Chicago. They so leaving cold. The city, they hate it. Miserable places that used to be desirable to live because that's where they first landed uh, in this country. Even and industry was built there. All the industry dies, and then they're like, oh, wait, it's cold, miserable here. It's not worth it. We're leaving. Even our Denver Post beat writers from Chicago. Like, honestly, like, this is. The beat reporters that come through, most of them from like Chicago or California, and they just keep coming through here. Like, right? Like, I bite my tongue. But um, what'd you say? I'm gonna bite my tongue. tongue, But I think um, he's from New Jersey. uh, He is from Jersey. I will say, you know what? You know what he did though that nobody else does. Assimilated. Assimilated. (laughs) That's the thing. That's the whole point about it. Is we had we saw. By the way, I'm not gonna say what bar it was, but it's a very prominent Denver sports bar. Uh-huh. That had a tweet out the other day that was like, Eagles fans, so excited to welcome you to our city. We are the home of Eagles fans this weekend. I'm thinking like, this is the Den- this is like a bar that fancies themselves a Denver sports staple as tw- openly tweeting like, come to us. We are your place. I, I just like this. Can, is I, the- can I put, can I lay down a little bit of uh, go a, for of apology before Argue we, with me. Let's before we d- dig in? Uh, the thing about the fans of Denver, Colorado, is that they're not able to see the no. fucking game. Yeah, that is a point. thing. That's a thing. They have lost touch with the Would team be because the thir- it's difficult third to season? third season. It no, is difficult to casually oh, introduce yourself disgusting. back into the Denver Nuggets. It yeah. is difficult. It's, very, it's so you difficult. You need to be very deliberate, and it needs to You've be something got to that care. Is, you have to care. You can't. And the point is, is cared. some right. people have to watch our playback just That's to do so it. True. Yes, and the point is, is like that's not like if. To get reintroduction to a team, it starts off casually. You catch a game. You notice, oh, wow, there's some interesting players, some good storylines. Like, you don't, I mean, like, you with, like, the Rapids or something. Like, right, right, The right. Rapids are a great team. Yeah. Right? They're, apparently, they're barreling. Number one into, in the West. Barreling into the playoffs. They are favored to make some real noise. But we're not acquainted with them because... Yeah. Of the same reason. And right. it's not like we're not compelled to start watching it because we don't know the story. We'll start watching now because yeah. we know that they're supposedly exciting good, stuff like, coming up on that front. But it's tough. So this is like th- this is a reap what you've sown situation. Yeah. 
It really is. I just brought that up because I want people to understand the temperature out here. Like, you watch this, you might be so confused, but you have to understand, Denver is like the greatest city in America, in my opinion. It's like an incredible place. It is almost Thanksgiving, and I'm still like, I wore the sweater today, and I got out, when I got in my car, I was like, what am I doing? I should go put shorts on. It feels Dude, so good out here. It's, let's go mountains are gorgeous. Warning, huh? yeah. It's not always a bad it's thing, a, is it? I'm just saying, Colorado is such a chill place, and unfortunately, word's out about it, but that was why tonight. All right, let's move on with Stonk Report. Will Barton. Oh, this is a tough bro. one. Oh, okay. Vote, uh, are you playing with us? Or are we... Uh, uh, let's go uh, vote, kill, vote, kill, vote block attention. that weirdo, dude. The the bull, one, two, three. Just, I don't even know if he's joking, but uh, Who executive decision from vote. What's the question? Uh, Will Barton. Barton. Oh, dude, come on. I mean, talk to me. Get me excited. That's an up. Yeah, Will Barton has been so good. I mean, this he's had a... Here's the thing about Will Barton. So what are we, 16 games into it? I think he's had like 10 very good games. He's had like four great games, 10... Very good games, yeah. and then like three stinkers. Yep. And one of the stinkers, he wrapped up with a game-saving block. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he, he did. He yeah. had the Minnesota game. It was game. one of his worst games. Yeah, he was, he was You're absolutely right. Uh, he's definitely been up. This is the best version of Will. I was very concerned great. about his back. Two games in a row now he has participated in and played very well, and I'm like, thank God. because I uh, I hurt my back when I was younger, and that that same thing where I like, went down I and I was laying on the ground and I was out for a very long time. <laughs> I would have been on the injury report until And like you and today. Will Barton have the same frame. I would you say know, like the same body I would really. Say, you said yeah. it. I'm glad I'm I didn't not, have to yeah, say you it. didn't it's say better it. to have outside point of view on this. Guys, you want to get real spicy. I I, I might have asked this the other day but How spicy? Here's my biggest maybe my biggest takeaway from this season. The Nuggets had a healthy Will Barton last year. And the year and the year before, especially two years I ago, I actually almost don't want to talk about it because I totally agree. Because I, at the time, like when in the bubble when they went to the Western Conference Finals, I was like, I don't know, I don't know. Watching him this year, I'm like, hell yeah, they would. Are you kidding me? This guy's a, f- a freaking killer. Um, Monte Morris, this is an interesting one. I'm gonna go, dude. I yeah, man. It was uh, if you had asked me two games ago, I'd say up. But uh, that's the thing about Stonks. I'm doing they're this up, one. They're down. I'm, d- they're I'm doing up, this one. Down. I'm doing this one. To me, it's um, it's up and down. Actually, I wouldn't even do sideways. I would do side by side, up and down. They're not going this way. He's he's been inconsistent. He's had a couple bad ones in a row. He said today, by the way, there's an article by Mike Singer in the Denver Post that he's dealing with quite a bit of injuries right now, or quite he's banged up right now, and I, he plays like it. He doesn't want to tell me that when I ask him. I mean, I know he doesn't, but come on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that. Look. I, yeah, I Monte hasn't looked great this year, and there you can pick out a handful of games where he's looked pretty good, and they've looked great. Right. Um, yep. So he's a key ingredient, but I, I think he's down right now. I do. Uh, the three point shooting is a problem, and he's actually not a bad catch and shoot three point guy. Right. So that should be better. Um, you know, I, I have faith. I trust in Monte, but it's not been. I know this is not the start he envisioned for himself. I feel confident saying that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, this feels like uh, Jamal's season started last year, where he came in and maybe wasn't like physically there. Uh, we knew that he had like the off season, uh, whatever procedures, and so he wasn't able to maybe be is as physically fit as he wanted to be to start, and it it, it kind of like held him back a little bit. And it, this kind of feels like what we're dealing with with Monte a little bit. I mean, it's yeah. obviously like a to a lesser degree, but it just seems like he's just not quite right. Yeah, I would agree. All right, Jeff Green. I don't even... Dude, I'm s- like, can I get two effing red arrows on this? Can I'm just, like, Jeff Green is like, here's the, here's my, here's the thing, and you guys can react to this. I'll just do it quick. I think Jeff Green 
has actually been impactful when he's cared to be. Yep. But the thing that's tough about him is, like, if you ask me who are the five worst players on the roster so far this year in the rotation, he would not make the list, I don't think. Like there's guy there's they've played like thirteen guys. He he's not one of the bottom four or five. But I mean he's six, but then. it's frustrating that he is as close as he is. Because he's a lot better, in my opinion, than most of the guys behind him, but he just like his energy is so low. Yeah, it feels like a want for, like you're saying. A what? It's a want for situation. Like he doesn't want for right. yes, yes, yes. Like he's uh he's just kind of like he just, it feels like he's just kind of coasting and just kind of cashing checks a little bit. Like he's playing to like a, he's like a he's like a, a a student that's not being challenged. Okay, you know, and he's like, they're like, "What's up with Jeff?" You're like, "Yeah, I don't except know, he's you bored. know what, Jeff, you're not going to Harvard, so yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? Maybe apply yourself. Know, How about dude. that? Yeah, like, you're yeah, not he's like, not being challenged the way I wasn't be challenged, and then I went to Ithaca. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> challenge yourself, bro. Like Jesus. Yeah, let's. Uh, I wonder what the what's the fan base saying? Let me know. I think uh, not too happy. Oh man, this is the worst one. Jamichael Green. Dude. Oh. Card update. Card update. Uh, card update. Oh my card God. Update. New card drop. What does it New say? Card New drop. card drop. I asked, what do we need to know moving forward? And I pulled the two of pentacles. So we need to be like Aaron Gordon. Take the ups with the yeah. downs on the sea of life. Bounce back and play the game. Oh, man. <laughs> what I hate about Ariana, she's always right. Her vice is always so Dude, good. It's NBA like, seasons are long as shit. They are. <laughs> I, I, that's the one thing. I've, every po- year I do this, I do go. Do you guys hear the language oh. sea of life? Yeah, she's really good. Man. Dude, I feel like we're that drowning, does. frankly. I feel, you feel like we're drowning? I feel like I should have learned you to swim the sea of life a little bit better. But you want to know something? Yes. Because my kids are in swim class and okay. they teach us all side. All right. Worst thing you could do. What's that? Panic. Uh-oh. <laughs> Especially in the ocean. The sea, you just kind of lay back. The sea carries you. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, this is great advice, Ariana, but we're still doing stunk reports, so we're going to keep going to negative town. Um, uh, Jermichael, Jermichael Green. Green. Dude, dude I, 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 he... I refuse to even lift. No, you know what's messed up is this is actually the real answer. <laughs> and I agree with your sentiment over His there. The last few games but have actually been merely bad. messed up part is he's on the way up. Is he? He was terrible tonight. I know. It's a low bar, dude. Yo, man. Uh, I but know, I also dude. agree with the sentiment. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah. I put it out on Twitter. I am officially entered. I no longer want Jeff Gre- or Jamichael Green on my team territory. <laughs> Are you? I'm there. Dude, I'm, fu- I'm there. It, it, I don't, it, man. All right, you guys ready? Right. Austin Rivers. Oh, man, dude. I can't believe I'm doing yeah. this. Really, dude. This is a tentative up. Like, here's what here's what it is. It depends on what we're asking. Like Eric, I know that grade is on the last 16 games. The grade, me, yeah. and, me and Vote are like on the last three games. He's. Uh, I think that's what you're looking at. So he's on the up of the last like three or four. I'm. He was at the bottom. Listen, dude, I'm a macro guy. You guys are micros. Yeah, we are micros. You're like looking at game to game. I'm looking at overall trends. What What do we? Hope to get out of our two or four from the three point line tonight. Austin River, hooray! I mean, but then what we've here, got here, out of here's, this whole here's, year. Here's the thing that's important: you got to think about what are the nine guys Denver has to like rely on, and Austin Rivers f- through the first ten games, it's like clearly not him. Through the last four or five, I'm like, there's so many guys that are being bad right now that it's like maybe maybe he is the guy. I don't know. At least he's like got me slightly intrigued there. Um, Facundo. Just, by the way, that, just to reiterate, because the chat seems confused, that Austin Rivers grade is like on a steep curve. Like this is super relative. He was at the like Mariana Trench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, it could not have gone lower. This is like <laughs> and we, now it's and now it's higher. This is like if you hired a stonk trader. 
yeah. a stonk uh, advisor, and they were like, well, you did lose wait. your savings, but, but. <laughs> it has rebounded, so it's well below what you bought it at, but it is moving up a little bit. Facundo Compazzo. Hey, man. Hey, man. Also, it's the t- two games with Zeke. And Zeke looked better. Such a micro take, bro. Uh, Such a micro take. Wait, I hate wait, to wait, be a dad. Wait, wait, wait. I'm a downer right now because he's so up tonight. Like, he's so great That's tonight. That's what I'm saying. Am I doing la- this season from last season? Because I think we're yeah. doing like really like the last like eight games. Well, well then it's up, like, dude. Yeah, maybe. He was like the worst player on the roster for the Here, first eight. Here's, here's what's going on with the bench donk report. They're all so down that we're trying to like figure out if any of them are less down from, from recently. Paco know, was great I tonight. I don't want to rag on him. But he's Here, not. Here's a guy I am going to rag on, sadly. Well, I, that yeah. brings me no pleasure. Bones Highland. Golly, dude. I know. Wow. Yeah. Can we ask about Damian Lillard first? <laughs> <laughs> Damian Lillard also down. down. Um, yeah, Eric. I'm kind of like here. Okay. Uh, because. It's a couple games in a row as now. You know, like three or four games in a row. As you know, I'm a macro guy. You are macro. macro. You're such a macro. In the in the macro, he is been he has been trending up, up, up. But we've got a, a few plot points that are I, a little bit down. But it so is it's down, like, but it's I'm like not. it's like tempered the trajectory a little bit. But it's still for me moving up, 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 up. Forty percent from three tonight. It's down on the roll, but like I'm not selling that stock. I'm oh, not, me neither. I'm not me touching neither. it. I'm not. Here's, touching here, it. let me ask it this way. This is maybe how you can look at it. It's almost like your confidence level going into this road trip. So do you feel like Bones has some momentum going into this? Do you feel like he doesn't? <laughs> like To me, I'm like, I'm a little concerned that the honeymoon phase is sort of over. And yeah. now it's like, hey, he's going to have good moments. He's going to have bad moments. But is he going to like get completely beasted on a possession where you're like, man, we need to stop here. Oh, hopeless. Like right now, he's kind of in that zone. Yeah, the chat has said uh, he had osteoporosis tonight. And also someone else said Bones Lowland. Bones Lowland? <laughs> it's tough times oh, out there man. in the chat. Dude, we're down bad. We are down we so are bad. We are down bad and You know so what? Bad. It took three, two, three Dude, games like, to get us I'm here. I'm like not down that bad. I know PJ, it's, it's a Friday night. PJ Dozier. That's because like the, the nightmare scenario has unfolded and they're 9-7. and seven. You guys ready? Um, PJ, PJ Dozier. Like, it's a worst case scenario start. They're 9-7. and seven. So, oh, I like this an up down yeah, So PJ's still a victim. <laughs> like, first of all, every guy on that bench unit, we could say, are they the problem? They're all victims. Like, they're all victims of each other's work. Um, but you know, Dozier was also, and Dozier is a guy who, probably a guard naturally, being asked to play the three, and after injuries, is now playing the four again. Sometimes, like that's sick. Even still, he was a guy who, in theory, was supposed to buoy this unit. And he isn't. Hell yeah, dude. You know, he's a part of Bowie that same that dynamic shit. that everyone else is. And so I love Dozier in the right moments. The rebounding is underrated. The defense is awesome. Like, alongside good players, he's a winning player. As far as breakout seasons and saving the the second unit, like, I just have never seen that. And, and you know, I don't really, I don't, I'm not holding my breath for Dozier to turn some corners offensively. Bowie's such a funny word, huh? It is quite funny. Because it, it doesn't sound like what it means. It sounds like something you're, that's else. Very true. That's yeah. very Baba true. Bowie. It's like a floaty. A floaty would be a buoy, but it's that it's a buoy. <laughs> you know what else is a weird word? You said earlier, malaise. Sounds like ma- mayonnaise. Welcome does, to uh, Vernacular like <laughs> Corner on DNVR. <laughs> We're talking, this is vocab corner, bro. Come on. Um, vocab. Uh, we, we talking about nadirs? What are we talking about? <laughs> uh <laughs> I Dozier, I think. Oh, we, Dozier. Um, 
Think about DJ PJ Dozier. He's full of composure. We all know this. He's got the right length to be effective in the NBA. His confidence is lacking, man. Like he went up a couple times. He did not know what he was doing. Didn't know if he was going to pass, if he was going to shoot. He uncorked. I don't even know. Like I, it was a pass to out of bounds that was a shot. But <laughs> then he went and got himself, and it turned into a travel. A travel, yeah. I was like, what is happening right now? He's Can just I- like. I mean, you know, confidence is king, especially in the NBA, especially like all yeah. these guys. It's really funny to just watch. Do you think the Nuggets' confidence is in a good spot as a collective uh, unit? I think it's like in a weird spot. Yeah. Like, I think it's I in agree. a weird spot. I think they're like kind of looking at each other like, uh, you know, they're the, our big guys aren't at, or at, guys that we know that we uh, have been able to count on in the past are not here. And we don't quite know what the pecking order is of good players that are left. And we don't know quite, you know, who can we, we can rely on what on any given night because it's really inconsistent. So, and then you have, an, an, like, you have a night like last night, which just destroys everybody's confidence. You have nights like tonight where everybody's sort of being built back up. But, like, as on the whole, I mean, like, I think you can imagine that the Nuggets' confidence is sort of like how you feel about them. <laughs> it's right? so true. Isn't yeah. it weird? Because I think, yeah, all the role players are probably not feeling any confidence in themselves. No, nor but, should they. But Jokic, Aaron Gordon, Will Barton, I think are probably all extremely confident right now, as they should be. As they should as be. As they should be. All right, let's take another break. On the other side, though, Harrison Wynn is live at Ball Arena. He'll be joining us shortly. We're going to bounce around the association. Plus, reading Super Chats oh, that are no. coming out. I'm told we have 11 Super Chats, guys. Keep them coming. You're sending us to Serbia. Can't wait for that. Um Vote. That's your cue. Uh, <laughs> DraftKings is America's number one rated sportsbook app, and it's also an official sports betting partner of the NFL. So what do you think that means? That means you can make some money when you bet on the NFL. Actually, right now, new customers who bet just $1 on either team to score, to either team to score a point, you win $100 in free bets when a team scores, you score. One of the ways DraftKings tries to hook you, one of the ways they hooked me, is they kind of just give you free money every now and then. So so get in on that. Also, don't forget about DraftKings Sportsbook. Customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. It's safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, it's your money. They know that. Uh, you can deposit and withdraw whenever you want. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet $1. Either team score, win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code DNVR. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, if you've been to any of our tailgates this football season, then you already know how dope sexy pizza is. Uh, uh, it's the dopest. Their name's dope. Their pizza's dope. And if you're a little confused what we're talking about, just know they're local. 13 years in the Denver community. Sexy pizza's as local as it gets. Hand-tossed. Deck oven pizza. Made from scratch each morning. Dough. You can choose your own adventure with a wide range of toppings, or this is a pretty cool part. Check out their signature philanthro pies. A portion of every sale from these five specialty pies is donated to a range of different nonprofits right here in Colorado. If you are looking to have Sexy Pizza support your organization or event, which of course we recommend, go to www.sexypizza and check out their about page for donations link to see how Sexy Pizza can support (laughs) your your cause. And I am always excited to push Strava Craft Coffee on you. The delicious CBD infused coffee. Right now, our Nothing. members can get 25% off their subscri- their, uh, their order at Strava using code DNVR25. And do not forget 
about that subscription service. When you use the code, you're also going to get a little discount on every shipment when you're subscribed. You choose what flavor, what dosage. When it comes every two, four, six, eight weeks, Travel Craft Coffee, check it out. It'll leave you honking like... Like a goose! A goose. Mm-hmm. Let's go, let's go. Dude, you, know, you see, just Adam perk up, dude. Well, yeah, you know why? Right as you talked about the goose, you know the thing I've got, because you know I have the pond now behind me. I get, I have a, a hybrid snow goose. A hybrid? No, a hybrid. <laughs> hybrid, a hybrid goose. He's half snow goose, half uh, Canadian goose. That sounds like an abomination. Is that a real God thing? It's a real dude. thing. Yeah, of course. There's a lot of hybrids. They'll mix in. He's got okay. this crazy white head. It's really cool, Yes, man. Ben, I have tried the CBD coffee. I really like it. Uh, uh, just, It's a legit recommendation for me. Uh, anxiety, IBS, that's Eric's favorite part. <laughs> I deal with a lot. Um, I do like to drink coffee in the morning, and I don't like to feel like I'm addicted to caffeine. Strava you helps. know what else he does not like? The effects of IBS. That's right. <laughs> I want a non-irritable bowel. <laughs> I want like a reasonable bowel. A reasonable bowel. <laughs> All right. Um, let's hit some super chats here, Kel. What do you say, chats, man? Super chats. Let's super chats. Super it up. What do we get today? From Dylan. Love the name. Got to get J. Mike out at this point. There is no way Bull could do less than him, at least while Zeke is out. You know what's funny? Here's the thing. First of all, thanks for the super chat, uh, Dylan. Here's what's funny. Zeke, three weeks ago, it's like... No one wanted whatever. to touch him. All of a sudden, he comes in and plays great, and it's like, hey, we got to... It sucks that he got hurt at the wrong time, because I do wonder if... I'm curious where Malone is with Jamichael Green. Yeah, and I, and yeah, because I would lobby for Zeke right now, given how those appearances went. Oh, my God. Um, and given how poorly it looks from J-Mike. And, and yeah, that's a great question. How close is Malone to that? And we probably would have gotten an answer, but of course... Now we know it can you know it can't be Zeke. So, but I do think you know for some of the why is it still small? Why isn't it this? I think right now it is because Vlaco and Zeke are still recovering. I do think Malone is maybe ready to try something else. Here's the thing, man. I people I see even this chat. We've called him stubborn tonight. The reality is Malone has tried a lot of different rotations this season. He's been in search mode all year, and and the stubborn mo is is mostly apt. It's mostly fair. But I don't know if it applies this year. And so were those guys healthy? Would he have gone to them by now? I think there's a chance it's yes. He would have definitely gone to Zeke by now. I mean, J-Mike J- has been atrocious. Unplayable. He, honest to God, like, I don't think you can overstate how bad he's been. He's been so terrible. He's been really bad. Like, every time he does something, you're like, I mean, dude, maybe. How many, did he have two like, illegal screens yeah, again dude, tonight? he can't even set a screen. That's the thing, man. It's like, it's not just, oh, he can't hit his shots. It's like... He can't be on the floor without doing something hurtful. Def- yeah. Detrimental. Like, like, he's a straight-up detriment to the Denver Nuggets. I will say, if you're a young green, player out there, but... if you're a dad and you've got a, a, a son or daughter who's coming up in the ranks for playing, but have them watch Alex Caruso go through screens. Dude, that guy, you can't screen him. It's ins- I've never seen a player that you literally can't screen. He's like... So he's like super flexible or something. He knows how to either get through it or get the foul call every time. He's, Dude, he was. I mean, everyone said it tonight, so we don't need to. But God, he was good. Yeah. God, he was good. <laughs> yeah, he was really good. All right, next one. Good one. All right, DK says, Jay Mike needs to give his minutes to Zeke. AG was nice. Bones needs to add some mass. <laughs> I strongly agree. Zach Levine is the best two guard in the league. Dude, he is nice. He, he is, had a lot of shots tonight. He is nice. And that's no surprise to any Bulls fan, right? He's been a great closer now for a while. Yeah. Um, he's just, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know about best two guard in the league, but it's like not blasphemous. That dude is really good. What's interesting about Lonzo being his sidekick right now is that Zach Levine, like Jamal Murray, not a true one. Lonzo right. Ball, like right. Jamal Murray, not a true one. Like, 
they the, there's zero overlap between those mm. two players, but it, in a perfect way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, and it's really nice. Um, best two guard. No, but no, he's really right, good. Right. But he's really good. He's really strong. Really, really that, good player. That's like less of a blasphemous statement with each game. I right will now. say this. P.J. Dozier, who I think can be a very good defender, atrocious against him tonight. Like, he wasn't even there. And it wasn't just him. Like, Faku yeah, got burned. Gordon got burned. Too. Everybody. He was it. He hits but the hitting shots running. part I get. It's like sometimes guys are on. They hit tough shots. Great players. But the ones where it's like just goes right around you and gets a layup and you're like, my God, there was you might as well have been a traffic cone. And that was everybody tonight. Um, Corbin says, tonight was a loss that felt like a win. The Bulls are amazing this year. Keeping it within eight points without three max contract slots is solid. Again, loss is a loss, guys. I've said it before. I'll say it again. No, but both things are true, man. I think Corbin is right, but I also understand the people who don't want to hear about moral victories because it's a it's an L and the L call, and that matters. The Smuggets are back. Here he goes. Super chat from Vote. Forgot to do it yesterday. LFG, Faku, and AG. What's up with oh, Monte? Oh, he's getting me back for just eviscerating me in the pregame lounge, during the game <laughs> on the simulcast. Yeah, he was. And the postgame. He was really. Thank you, He Lycos. honestly was flaming you pretty good. He did. His effort on D <laughs> looks bad. I don't. It went somewhere. It disappeared, Kel. And offense week. Yeah. Uh, who are we talking about here, be, Monte? Monte? It might be the injuries. I think, I think it's injuries, it might be man. The injuries, man. And it sucks. Here's the thing. Here's another thing to think about with Bones, by the way, too. Like, Monte, undersized. Bones, undersized. Like, this is one of the big fears about having undersized players right. is they kind of get banged up pretty easily. And it's and Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's not something you can really just fix. Like, we all like to say, oh, they'll just throw a bunch of weight on. But some guys actually don't. Yeah, yeah like uh, oh, Brandon yeah. Ingram has not gained an ounce. Oh, no. And he's gotten wiry strong or whatever. Like, Bones is going to get wiry strong, but he's still 6'2", he's so it's always going to be a little. soaking wet. Yeah. yeah. All right, what else we got? I like Bones, though. I'm Smuggets not. is back again, baby. I I'll lay Smuggets. my head down on my pillow hedge. tonight and sleep like a rock, knowing that the Denver Nuggets have a very good out. chance to win an NBA title by before 2025. <laughs> that last part kind of takes Ooh, the wind out of the really sizzles out. <laughs> yeah, really sizzles out. <laughs> I thought he was going to yeah. say this year. I was like, let's <laughs> go. Over the next hundred years. Ah, well, I'm like, ready to run to a wall. Dude, I'm not like, <laughs> like a marathon run and then just make a decision when we get there. Dude, I'm not sitting here <laughs> pretending like the, this Nuggets season is, is awesome right now. No, but it's what we knew it was going to be. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm not, so dude, this is like when, when <laughs> yeah. this is like when I love like, just talking about sports when, you know, in football, when you're like, oh, just need a quarterback. You know, it's going to be two years of development. And then like three games in, everyone's like, we got to get rid of him. And you're like, what happened to two years? Like the idea of time versus actually trans or traveling through it is very different. Yeah, yeah, I mean, here's like, what I'll say. The best example of this is last year's Warriors where Warriors fans were ready to fire Kerr. Yeah, They're yeah. like, we need to change the style. The old style is no, is not Draymond true. Draymond can't shoot anymore. Hey, well, maybe it's time to move on from Draymond. Yeah. Like all these things that's like, no, you, it, they were just in purgatory. Last year, the, the Warriors were in purgatory. Now they're out. Same with the Nuggets. They're yeah, in purgatory I'm, right now. I'm going to take it a step up, though. I They are in purgatory. I still think their purgatory floor is higher than that. I really... Oh, we could still have a lot of fun in purgatory. Yeah, like this team... Whatever. I, I'll shut my mouth now. But I, I just don't... There's no reason to crumple this year up and throw it out because they lost seven already. No, no, no. The thing is, it's not... Unlike the Warriors... The Nuggets aren't in purgatory for a whole season. They're just in purgatory right until now. Michael Porter gets yeah, back. Until which, you remember, you know, it's like if yeah, yeah if he gets back, yeah, Murray yeah. gets back. I agree all with these you. Yeah, then again, where you're like, yeah, like man, it's just gonna take five games, and like every one of the five games, you're like, God, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the Nuggets are awful. Every Nuggets bad. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh wow. 
That's what you think. Are you gonna chime like, we in on it? We'll get back to we'll get back to the uh, super chats after right. a little wind time. That's a wind chime. <laughs> I don't think it is. It's like more like Whoosh. a. <laughs> oh, there he is. Wind has the most handsome avatar. He does. Well, it might be well, because dude, he's... that's like that's like saying uh, this sushi is so good. It's because it has the best fish. Fish. Yeah. <laughs> it's got the best thing to work for. You know, actually, the best ingredient in sushi, avocado. Avocado. All right, let's go to Harrison Wiss. <laughs> Harrison, what's happening, buddy? Nothing, guys. How are you? Oh, we're all right. I mean, I don't know. We're in purgatory. The, the, yeah, the, the vibes are purgatious. I'm having uh, a great time, Wind. I don't know. I'm fine. Um, so tonight, I got to say, when first I'm going to bust your balls right as you hop on here. Um, Every tweet I see tonight from Ball Arena is how much it sucked because there were Bulls fans everywhere. But then I see one tweet that's counter to all of that, and it's you saying, best atmosphere of all time. <laughs> Did you get ratioed on that win? Did, uh, was, so what was it? A good atmosphere, but they were rooting against the Nuggets? Yeah, I got crazy ratioed on that. <laughs> I thought it was a great atmosphere. The reason was because there were a lot of Bulls fans. But in the end, the amount of Bulls fans that they were, that got the Nuggets fans going uh. in the second half. So it started because of the Bulls fans. And, look, there were a lot of people here, man. I think it it felt like the most people here in the arena since opening night. It was loud, mainly because of the Bulls fans. But I just felt like it was definitely the best atmosphere of the season. Um it was live in here, man, and the players played up to it. It was a really enjoyable game to be at. Like, yeah, it is. yes, there were a lot of Bulls fans. It was annoying for the Nuggets fans here, no doubt. But it got everybody going, I felt like. Somebody says wind. Windy city? Dude, every city is the windy city with the San Diego. It's Whenever he's there. Oh, whenever he's there, it's true. Broomfield, more windy than I expected. Um, <laughs> neither here nor there. Uh, all right. Well, take us. Um, is there any anecdotes from the game you really want to share or any perspective on it that you um, you just feel so important, you, you know, you want to share with us? Um, I mean, it, it was loud. Like, w when I say the players played up to the crowd, I, I really feel like they were trying to, you know, silence the crowd with every big shot, talking to the crowd. Uh, like that back and forth was really cool. Uh, so it was just a fun game. It was a fun game, to be totally honest. Oh, that's cool, man. Did you see Arturis? Was he in the house tonight? Yeah, Arturis was here tonight. Um, I'm sure pretty thrilled at how the evening turned out. But, yeah, he was here. Bulls represented. Um, yeah, it was a fun game. Okay, awesome. All right, well, take us inside Michael Malone's commentary. What did he have to say tonight? Malone was in a good mood, um, predictably, I thought. He said the Nuggets played 48 minutes of competitive basketball. Um, he was really yeah, proud of their effort. He was really proud of how they fought. Can you guys not hear me? No, I can hear you. You're good. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, just Adam short of hearing you. <laughs> Adam, well, no, just to be clear, the audience can definitely hear you. We're yeah. just... Uh... Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Um, but, yeah. Malone said they played 48 minutes of competitive basketball. He loved their effort. He loved their fight tonight, obviously down as many bodies as they were. But he really harped on the 17 offensive rebounds that Denver gave up, led to 18 points, and that was kind of For a sure. theme of the postgame. Uh, the Bulls just got a ton of second-chance points and then capitalized um, on a lot of them. That was his biggest takeaway, I'd say. 
Okay. Um, what else from him? On Aaron Gordon. Malone was, said he was telling Aaron Gordon the whole night, stay aggressive, and he thought he did that from beginning to end. I uh, thought he played great defense on DeMar DeRozan, and DeMar DeRozan shot 7-21 from the floor. Did most of his damage from the free throw line, including the clinching six points oh. of the game, oh. all on DeMar DeRozan free throws. Um, but Malone thought Gordon played pretty good defense on him, all things considered, and he just loved how he started off the game attacking. And that was my big take. My big takeaway from Aaron Gordon tonight. Like he came out of the gate looking to go the rim every single time, go through contact, be physical, and settle for the jumper second. And I just thought he came out with a great mindset tonight. Hey, did anyone ask him, and I think I know why he didn't and what he would say, but was there any conversation about the challenging or the lack of challenging on those calls down the stretch? Obviously, he finished the game with a challenge in his pocket. No, uh, I didn't even think of that, but it's a good question for sure. They looked like questionable calls live. I didn't see a replay or really have a good angle, but live, they certainly looked questionable, at least a couple of them. Yeah, so I think it was... Question. I think it might have been when the one timeout remaining, which they would have burned to use the challenge, and also if they win those challenges, I think it ends up staying Bulls ball side out. I could be wrong on that, but uh, yeah, just something I was curious about. Yeah, maybe not worth it in the end. Um, Malone also said that they played the most zone tonight that they have the entire season. I noticed this on a couple possessions. Um, one was when they came out of a timeout and... The Bulls kind of froze up, didn't really know what to do, and DeRozan settled for a long jumper. Uh, so I noticed it a little, but Malone, it seems like the zone is something they might go to, uh, particularly if they're small. But then again, it's tough to rebound out of the zone. You saw that tonight. Yeah, definitely saw it tonight. Tonight was a super small game, man. There were some weird – I mean, Gordon at the at the center position and wasn't even, like, outsized. It was Bulls were also so small. A really weird game, man. The Bulls did absolutely dominate the paint, though. Paint points, everything. Yeah, yeah. And the rebounding in those key yeah. moments, man. Denver, honestly, the pl- the possession where Zach Levine finished with the three off of like the fourth oh attempt, God. that was actually the no. play of the game. Why because, are we talking about sure. old stuff, man? Because Denver was right there where if they would have gotten a stop on that 100%. play, it's like, they, yeah, they might take a lead. It, it was tough, man. That was brutal. Yeah. But the the crowd aspect was definitely brought up in the postgame a lot. And Michael Malone said, he joked, but you. There was some truth to this, obviously. He said, I wasn't sure if I was at United Center or Ball Arena tonight. And then he did say he gave the crowd that was here credit uh, just for supporting them, trying to drown those Bulls fans out. And then said he thought his players played up to the crowd, too. To be fair to the uh, Denver Nuggets, uh, this is a scourge that has hit the city of Denver. This happens at Rockies games. This happens at Avalanche games. I know, games. man. I know, but you're like I, specifically you're, you're less with, bothered by it than I am. I think. Oh, I'm exquisitely bothered, yeah, bothered I'm so by it. But bothered I didn't. I didn't, it, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't pick up on it during the game. I'm just saying, like, this feels bad for the Denver Nuggets right now, and it's being brought up a lot. But this is something that happens to literally all except for the Broncos of our sports franchises. I mean, it's what we're here yeah. for, right? Trying to battle it, battle what is a seemingly inevitable dynamic with all the transplants. Fight for your city, people. For your Become city, DNVR members. Come to here. the bar. Support people that support no, the go, city. I thought we were saying go to Ball Arena. We, go to Ball Arena. Oh, wait, yeah, go, go to Ball Arena. We'll go to Ball Arena for sure. Go to Ball Arena, yeah, for sure. All right, what else we got? But, yeah. Well, just I'm to so that discouraged point, by this. I really I actually am really bummed about it. I think you felt it tonight because this is the first time the Bulls have been actually good. 
in a while. Like, there's always... That's true, too. The Bulls are always sneaky a lot. But it's like Lakers, number yeah. one. Celtics and, and Bulls. No, the Bulls are always a lot, man. They really are. Same with Cubs. Like, no, it, no, for sure. For but sure. they're turning but up mean, right like, now. The Bulls haven't exactly played a brand of basketball that you get super loud for over yeah. the last decade. Um, also, like, Denver's 35% Chicago people anyway. So that's yeah. not a big surprise on here. Um, PJ Dozier tonight. I thought this was interesting. I asked him just what he's thought of his season. Just really open-ended. He goes, it's interesting. An interesting season. Having to make adjustments, playing with different lineups, having different roles, but we have a team that's able to adjust, understand what we need for us to do individually. Um, So I got the sense that he's not really happy with how his season is going from that. Uh, So I thought that was was notable. Um, PJ also said, like, look, we've been shorthanded a bunch. We never feel sorry for ourselves. That's the reason we always play up to the competition. Uh, we believe we can always get the job done. And he did mention, and you got to think this was Malone's biggest point post game, uh, the offensive rebounding versus Chicago killed them. And it's my yeah, biggest they point. They played God small damn. a lot tonight. They yeah. played small tonight, but I mean, PJ Dozier, 10 rebounds. He did his part. Yeah, but, team high. He he. That really might be where he's at his best, which sounds kind of weird and almost like, you know, reductive in terms of crediting him. But it's a thing he comes in and does every time. He, he plays with such great energy on the glass. Yeah, no doubt. PJ was talking about guarding the Bulls guards. He said individually, I could have definitely played better defense one-on-one. I mean, he was matched up with Zach Levine a lot tonight. He was matched up with, with every one of the Bulls guards. And, and like all those guys had nice nights, it seemed like. Yeah. All right, who else spoke? Oh, we also talked to Aaron Gordon. He was asked about Nicole Jokic and Jamal Murray on the bench. Those guys were really active on the bench tonight. It was one of the first timeouts in the first quarter, I think, or maybe in the second quarter, but those two guys were like the first two up on the bench every time, running out to give guys high fives. Well, Yoke only giving guys high fives with his left hand. But those guys were really active on the bench. Aaron Gordon said, I love this quote, it goes to show how much they love the game. It shows how great a people they are. For them to still be this engaged, if they can do it, everybody can do it. I love it. I like Aaron Gordon, yeah. man. I like, I, I don't know how you guys feel. I'm kind of an Aaron Gordon stand. Oh, I'm in. I'm all in. Like I, I oh, really, as a nugget too. Like that's Aaron what I mean. Gordon as a nugget is working. He's for like me. climbing yeah. up the <laughs> list of my favorite nu- like current Absolutely. nuggets. Like really fast. He's really. I really like him. Hey, man. when that that uh, anecdote had me thinking, was did you see Michael Porter Jr. on the bench tonight at all? I did not. He was not on the bench. Hmm. He's been on the bench for pretty much all these games, as far as I can remember. He was not tonight, though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And let's see. Aaron Gordon, like, he applauded the effort they had. He said they fought, but he said in the end there's no moral victories in this game. And then he was talking about Malone's message to him. And the exact phrase Malone said he was telling Gordon in the huddles was, don't let them off the hook. And Aaron pretty much said what he meant by that was just keep being aggressive. Get to the cup. And Aaron was talking about how his focus tonight was using his body, his strength, what he's been gifted with. Don't settle for jumpers unless he has to. Hell yeah. It's a great philosophy for him to have, for sure. wonder why he doesn't have that every night because we've talked about There's some nights, most nights I would say, but there are some nights where he's just kind of like. Do you think he feels like he has something to prove when he's left wide open? 
Maybe. And just that it might unlock other parts of his I, game. I will say tonight, he did take a few fallaways. They just went in. Right. And so maybe if he right. didn't take those, you'd be like, he settled a few times, right, but right, right. they just went in tonight. He, he hit this ridiculous fallaway right yep. in front of me. On the baseline? Uh, yeah, on the baseline. Falling away almost behind the backboard. It was insane. Yeah, he was feeling it tonight, man. He was great. He was, uh, he was sensational tonight. He was asked where they missed Nicole the most. He said on the glass. Yep. He said they missed a lot of 50-50 balls tonight. And, look, Yoke has been rebounding the hell out of the ball this year. And uh, so, like, you really felt that tonight. And um, he, he wrapped up by saying he didn't know there were this many Chicago people in Denver. Well, Aaron, you'll learn. You'll learn. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> Anything else? Who else did you talk tonight? What is a city? I just That's all I'm asking. What is a city? What is a city? It's an idea, Adam. It's a collection of homes and uh, cars and businesses. Is a city now different <laughs> from what a city was 30 years ago, an American city? Uh, there's a homogenization that has taken place uh, worldwide, Adam. It's with the free-flowing exchange of ideas. What we've done is we've stripped individualism, and what we're left with is Ball Arena full of Bulls fans. <laughs> Cultural philosophy corner. <laughs> Wind, what do you got? <laughs> the last two things I've got. This was the Bulls' first win in Denver since 2006. Yeah, that is since tough. 2006. That is tough. Bavs just won. That's what that, and, that noise uh, is. And the last thing I've got is Michael Malone does not have a real timeline of when he expects Nikola Jokic back. He said it could be Sunday against Phoenix. It could be in a week. He doesn't really know. He's not going to come back until he's ready. He's not going to throw Jokic out there when he can only play with one hand, he said. Sick. Hello, darkness, <laughs> my old Hell friend. Yeah. That's dope. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Wow. Anything on Porter? Is there? I don't think so. I know. It, I already know the answer, but is there any update at all on Porter? No, but what I've been writing and reporting is that we're getting closer to the Nuggets like pretty much having to come out and say we're shutting him down for a couple weeks. Right. Like if he's not back in the next week, I think we get something official from the Nuggets that's like, yeah, we're shutting him down for this amount of time. All righty, Wind, you were a gentleman and a scholar tonight. Get home safe on a Friday. Um, We'll see you back here. It's got a a bunch of road games. We'll have you back in the lounge for a while. Can't wait for it, buddy. Are you guys hanging out at the bar? Yeah, yeah, come, yeah, come through. You want to you come to the come bar? Drink? Let's come go. Through. Come We're through. Come through. Come through. Come vibes are off, baby. Come on through. Um, wait, can we go around the association? <laughs> what, you want to go around? Really quick. Just really quick. Lightning round. Lightning round. Hold on. We have to, well, hold on. It's light, lightning. <laughs> oh, we have more. We have more. Uh, around the association. We've got the graphic. That graphic, <laughs> that, that graphic brought to you by Jamichael Green. I made, <laughs> I made this graphic during the show. <laughs> around the association brought to you by. Actually, we have to get to our super chats. People paid for them. Uh, I'm not worried at all. It's a long season. Dude, F yeah, bro. Cheers. Ride the beautiful sea of life. Dude, Eloy, you just made my F and night. I'm Dude. trying to see more of those. That's what's up. That's what's sea up. Sea of life, baby. That's what's up. Ebbs, flows. <laughs> uh, Augustine <laughs> says, Faku's good game deserves an Argentinian super chat. Hell yeah, 60 points, 80% from three. Defensive plays. Vote should be proud. P.S. I ate 
A Milanese Napolitina. I don't know what that means. Let's go. Let's go. But Faku grow. Yeah, it's awesome to see Faku grow. Argentina tonight. I love you, Argentina. You know what? I love you, Argentina. Puff out your chest. Put your chin up high. Argentina's representing the night. Lance says, Jamichael averages one moving screen foul per game. Isn't that, that one light. of the easiest adjustments to make as a player? The greens have been atrocious. Honestly, he's got a point here. How hard is it to be like, let me just go one game? And they both do it. The funny thing about setting a screen is that you just are in somebody's way. Yeah. You just have to be in someone's way. I 100% unironically believe the Nuggets should hire Darrell Arthur full-time as the screens coach. <laughs> the screens coach. That's he's it. like, here's the first uh, lesson. Don't move. Yeah, I, I love, I love <laughs> DA man. I love still. DA. Dude, I love David Rock sick. says Dude, the I'm reason Aaron Gordon looks so comfortable is because at this point he's basically playing with the Orlando <laughs> Magic. <laughs> it's a funny joke. It's a funny joke. But it also hurts. Uh, oh, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts so bad. David. David. <laughs> That's a great super a chat, chat, man. That's an absolutely great <laughs> super chat. Fifty. Uh, David Roth also says super chat. Dude, let's go. David. Hell yeah, David let's Roth. David he bad. went one for one for two on super chats tonight. Not bad. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, the Smuggets are back. Here we go. Feeling 8 out of 10 right now. Made money. Barton and Gordon look great. All Faku, right. too. This All team right. without Jamal, MPJ, and Yoke just went toe-to-toe against the bull, a solid bull squad. Glad you're feeling good, Smuggets. Glad you're feeling good. This Smuggets is my kind of guy. He is your kind of guy. You know what? He doesn't ride the sea of life. He's always a hot. It's like oh, he's just floating he's well in the above air. the sea of you know life. He's been, well above he's been watching the Nuggets win all these regular season games for three years. Yeah. Dude, Dude you, we're, all, we're all being shifted around in the sea of life. The tide rises, it falls, and he's above it, a dirigible. A Zeppelin. Oh, a Zeppelin. Floating above wow. the sea of life. Is this Looking a, the rest of the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. Jack Bailey tells us, rage, rage is all I see. AG is balling and Faku is barking. Without winning, it gets me starving. Energy was missing. Oh, no. But Munders seemed to go. What an adventure. Um, <laughs> I love these super chats, man. Jack is like... This is a new character on the show, you know? Yeah, Jack, this, keep this writing us haikus, bro. Man. Especially two. if you're paying us to read them out loud. <laughs> that, we that was absolutely fantastic. I think those sale. are like haikus. Those are definitely <laughs> haikus for sure. <laughs> Might try to write a few haikus myself here later on. <laughs> Cue that outro it, music. You see what I'm saying? Cue that outro music there, Kale. Nuggets Nation, if there's one thing I can tell you after this three-game losing streak, it's to ride the waves the sea of life. No, It'll no, be to fine. rise above like the smug. It's reachable. Or exactly. Enjoy your weekend. The Nuggets are fine. We all miss Munders. Let's go. We do all miss Munders, but you know what? We had a great week with you guys. This week, not so great for the Nuggets, but you know what? Great for us. It's always the, great A here. new week begins on Sunday. <laughs> as it always does. Wait a second. As it always does. Hang on. I see what he did there. A new week begins on Sunday, and we I, can't wait dude, to start one with you. Um, we'll see you speed all there. <laughs> When is the last time you went to the dentist? It's probably been too long. Make sure you hit up our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group, the best damn family-owned dentist in the metro. They're also extreme Colorado sports fans, just like you, just like me, just like all of us here at DNVR. Nothing worse than uh, a dentist that's bad at small talk, especially because there's nothing you can really do when they got those tools like in your mouth. It's kind of hard for you to control the conversation. Just go to Green Mountain Dental Group. Let them tell you all about your favorite athletes, your favorite sports, and most importantly, when you get set up with a uh, x-ray cleaning and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group, you're going to walk out the door with a free 
Sonicare toothbrush. That's an excellent value. Take advantage of this deal. Check out Green Mountain Dental Group.